Go. Hello and welcome to the official Gridiron Entertainment Podcast, the podcast where we're talking about football, football only. Welcome to episode six. I'm here with my host, Omar. Hey, Mo. How are you doing, man? I'm very good. How about you? I'm doing well. I can't complain. First off, we're going to talk about the biggest trade that happened last Thursday. Carson Wentz traded to Indy. We're going to talk about that. We're going to break that down. Uh, secondly, we have a Steelers quarterback returning in 2021. He expected to come back. Uh, agent has confirmed that he will be returning. Uh, third uh, topic of business, we're going to talk about a Tennessee Titans offensive tackle who quits football as a Titan. We discuss why he did. Uh, we're going to talk about the price for Russell Wilson as more trade rumors surface about him potentially being traded out of Seattle. We're then going to talk about the final player who has been released from the Panthers 2015 Super Bowl roster. And then we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes as he welcomes a new baby girl. Uh, then we're going to talk about the Eagles cleaning house. Have they released two wide receivers that are having to save them cap due to the dead money that they have in the Carson Wentz trade. We're also going to talk about a Bears wide receiver who has not heard from his team since the playoff loss to the Saints. We're going to talk about that and if he will return or not. And then we're going to talk about a team. We're breaking down a team every single week. This week, we're breaking down the Bengals and what we think they need to do in order to succeed. So, Mo, first off, I just want to start off the show by saying um, – we, we're sending out our prayers to Tiger Woods as he suffered a horrific accident this morning. Um, mm. We hope that he comes out of surgery uh, well, and we hope that he is able to be back on the golf course. Prayers up to Tiger Woods. This is one of the most devastating news coming out of 2021 for an athlete. Um, at least, like, at least he didn't get injured in like the neck or the head. I agree. He was wearing a seatbelt. The airbags did deploy. We do not know what the cause was. All we know is that the area he was driving in, there's a lot of traffic that goes through there and there are a lot of accidents that happened. So we're just glad to hear that Tiger is fine and is in stable condition. And we hope to uh, hear about what happens next with him. And we hope to hear that he gets out of the hospital really, really soon. Uh, prayers up to Tiger Woods. But first, and now we're going to get started with the biggest trade of last Man, week. I don't know. Like, like we were hyping this episode up so much in our last episode, episode five. Remember, we were talking a lot about this episode. We are so excited to talk about like what's going on and stuff. Cause a lot has happened around the league this week. All right. So yes, a lot has been happening and the NFL off season just doesn't seem to surprise us. It just always, there's always something going on. So first order of business, breaking news, Carson Wentz, has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2021 third round pick and a conditional 2022 second round pick. Mo, what are your thoughts on this big trade that happened last week? Dude, if you told me three years ago that Carson Wentz was going to be traded from the Eagles to the Colts, like I would have never believed it. Like I, th- I actually thought that Carson Wentz was going to retire as an Eagle. And it's crazy how, like, three years later, just three seasons later, he's already out as an Eagle and he's on a new team. And we already predicted it. We, we both said that he's going to go to the Colts. Um, and I'm so happy he's on a team with a supporting cast, like, in a great system built around him. And I just hope he succeeds with them. I hope so, too. Frank Reich there, the coach that helped him win the Super Bowl and helped him have that MVP season. I'm very excited to see Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. I this is a perfect dream scenario for him. A perfect I, have, I, have a, I have a question for you now, though. Do you okay. think the Colts are now officially a scare to the Chiefs? Oh, they are a scare. There's a lot of teams that are scared to the Chiefs. At uh, the Bills, 
Uh, Indy has always been the scare, but I feel like they just needed that one piece at quarterback. And I think they got it with Wentz, but I will say this though, if Carson Wentz does not clean up his act from last year, then I think his career is done in the NFL as an NFL starter. I think that's, I think that because this is, this is his last chance pretty much. Yeah, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they traded for him to come in and take this team a step higher. Yeah, they made the playoffs with Phillip Rivers, but they want they they're thinking bigger. They're thinking AFC Championship. They're thinking Super Bowls. So and they still Car- have so much cap space. They do absolutely. They they still have enough cap space. Maybe they can get in another wide receiver. Uh, maybe Chris Godwin or Allen Robinson. But okay. I th- I think that th- they have the pieces. They have great pieces around them. Uh, the defense looks as stacked as ever. The offensive line's playing at a high level. I'm very happy for Carson Wentz as he is out of Philly. I, I think he just needed a change of scenery, which is what he got. And I'm happy for him that he got that change. Um, not, not, it didn't take too long. Um, I mean, it took until it took us what? It took two months after the season finished. I know that him and Doug Pearson have not been on good terms last season, but I'm happy that he's finally in an environment where. Uh, Frank Wright can mold him into that MVP quarterback that he was back in 2017. Do you, do you know what's sad about this, though? There's not going to be an Andrew Luck return as far as with the Colts. As far as with the Colts, yes. And now if Andrew Luck does come back, I really would like uh, – I would like Indy to give up Wright's says contract to have him sign to any other team because they already have Carson Wentz, and I think that's the best that they can do. But it, it looks like those rumors of Andrew Luck coming back right now are put to rest. But, you know, in the NFL, is never say never. You never know what can happen, uh, as we saw last Thursday with this trade. And we hope to see more trades come around. But this is this is great for Carson Wentz. I'm happy. Moe's happy. Uh, let's, uh, let's just hope that he can get back to that MVP caliber form. Yep. Uh, next, we got some breaking news that came out today. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, it's expected to return for this season, according to his agent, Brian Tolner. Now, I will say this as if I am the Steelers franchise, I mean, Big Ben is a is is not well known in Pittsburgh. They, they love He's him there. He's a legend in Pittsburgh, two Super Bowls. It's just for me. I I'm not I'm not a fan of him right now. Like, I, I just think that if I'm the Steelers, right. I go for a quarterback. I, I, I think it's time to. Play. I feel like they're definitely going to draft the QB this year. I just think that right now with just time, like, you know, Big Ben, he's done so much, but he's 39 and I'm, his health is not the best. He's not. This is, I feel like this is definitely his last year in the, in the league. I, I think he's just staying on because the team is just way too good to leave, you know, with all those great weapons and great offense and, and the defense is phenomenal. I just I see why he came back, but if, if this is probably going to be Big Ben's final ride in Pittsburgh, and yeah. I don't see him p- playing again after this year. Like I think he's probably going to call it quits. Which I mean, and if he does, I don't think anyone will blame him. He's already had a successful career. He's already a Hall of Famer. Absolutely, he's done Hall of Fame work. He's won two rings, and he literally won a Super Bowl as a rookie. Yeah, yeah, with Jerome Bettis, and I, I just I'm. I think I'm just like, I'm just not a fan of him coming back. Like I get it, but he has to take a pay cut. If the Steelers really want to go pick up some weapons or not weapons, but pick up some more defensive pieces, I would say he has to take the pay cut because he's made enough money throughout his career. I don't know. I think he should just sacrifice it just to go and try and contend for another Super Bowl. Cause 
right now the window for Big Ben is closing slowly. I just think like right now it's boomer bust this year. Like they they have the weapons, they have the defense. There's literally no excuse for the Steelers to not make it far in the playoffs this year, even though the division is stacked. The thing about the Steelers, like I have doubts for them to even win their division right now. Like we have the Ravens, you know, Lamar coming back. Um, like, you know, like they want that revenge. Uh, Cause the Steelers swept them last year, which was shocking. I'm surprised the Ravens didn't even get take one. And we have the Browns who were hot last year, you know, won their first ever playoff game since however long, uh, like, I feel like that division is just so competitive. I don't think the Steelers are going to last. I don't think so either. I also, first, Brown's first time winning a playoff game in 18 years. The Ravens, I know they didn't have that. They they got swept, but the second game was a lot of COVID players were out. And, you know, COVID has played a big role in this. But in, in football and what I said in the last episode in general, COVID is not really an excuse. I know it's a tough thing, but COVID is not an excuse for any team to win or lose or to have a bad season. It's next man up. It's next man up, exactly. But for me, yeah, like you said, Browns, Ravens, and uh, Steel, uh, like they're not going away. The Bengals, they just need a few more pieces to bring that team to life again. Um, and they're working on that, but it's going to take some time for them. I think the Steelers right now, uh, this is this has to be uh, Super Bowl or bust no matter what, because this, this is it right now, unless they want to go, they need to bring in a successor for big Ben soon. And they have to like, let go of the past and, and have someone else take the reins in Pittsburgh, just for the betterment of the team. It's business. It's not personal. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about our third topic of the day. 2020 first round pick and Tennessee Titans offensive tackle. Isaiah Wilson quits football as a Titan. Uh, he's only played four snaps last season. And he was involved in many off the field incidents. I'm not surprised. I think that he, he probably was getting disciplined and he didn't really like the way he was being disciplined. But I mean, if you're going to get involved in so many off the field incidents, like you're going to get disciplined no matter what. Uh, don't you yeah. agree with me, Mo? Yeah, exactly. There are consequences to your actions, especially, especially in the NFL, you know, like, especially like, so I feel like those off the field issues are like, like kind of ruining the league. So like, they're not going to tolerate that. So like, I understand why the Titans, like they're like on him and like, they're letting him go. Yeah. And I mean, he's a bust anyway. I I think that it's too early to call anyone a bust who's only played for what one year of four snaps. I just think that for him, maybe he has a lot going on. I really don't know what his situation is, but when you're involved in that many off the field incidents, I mean, it's going to, it's going to happen to you where you need to get disciplined and you need to play like a first round pick. We, we drafted you, you know, the a team, when a team drafts you, they draft you for a reason to make the team better. Um, yeah. And this is, this is not just because uh, the coaches tell you to do something. You don't, you don't just like uh, quit and you say, no, I don't want to listen to the coaches because the coaches are the ones that are developing you into, into making you a player in the NFL. Yeah. And so, they're the ones who trusted you to like make their team better. That's why they picked you. Yeah, so you have to listen to them because without them, you're not going to be in the league. Yeah, Um, so that's what. So I just don't know if he has anything going on or if there's a lot going on. We'll see what happens in the next few days. But it's it's a it's an interesting story to me. It's just something I didn't expect. So we had to talk about that for a little bit. Uh, Now I want to speak about Russell Wilson. 
apparently more trade rumors about Russell Wilson are coming out. And according to the latest, Russell Wilson is apparently worth three first round picks. And I do not agree with paying that much for, even though Russell Wilson is is an amazing quarterback, I wouldn't pay that much for a quarterback. What do you, what do you think Mo of the three first round picks as the, as the price? If this is like Russ in his prime, yes, I'd say yes, he's worth three round, first round picks. But he's getting old, like he's thirty two. I feel like he's not worth three. Like, if Deshaun Watson is worth three first round pick, or like, is it for, worth uh, worth three first round picks? Then Russell Wilson isn't worth three first round picks. I would say maybe like a first, and maybe like a third. Yeah, and maybe like a player they can just give away. I, I like that's what I think the price would be for Russell Wilson. I don't I don't think he's worth three first. I just don't he's think still, a friend... he's still like a, an amazing QB. He's still like a top five QB in the league. Oh, definitely. I just think that if you're going to pay that much, your team has to be that desperate and it will win now mode. And you just need that quarterback. Uh, like just just like, I mean, Steelers example, right? Imagine they got Russell Wilson, right? For three first round picks, how great yeah. that team would be. But to me, I, I you can't pay you can't overpay that much for a quarterback. And you, or any player in general, you can't really overpay that much. So I would say a first and a third. What do you think he's worth? And a player, Mo, what do you think he's worth? Probably like a first and a second and a player, honestly. Oh, okay, okay. So pretty much similar. Like our ideas are pretty much similar. So, yeah, just it's just I don't – and also, by the way, I don't see Seattle trading him because the, yeah. the asking price is way too high. Now, if there's someone that they see in the draft where they're like they want to get him because there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft – uh, I would, I, I mean, I would, but I just don't think your, your receivers will benefit and the team will benefit overall. You just need to fix the offensive line for Seattle and you'll be fine. And, but, and the defense, the defense is terrible. And the defense is awful too. Like, except for like maybe the linebackers. I mean, Bobby Wagner's still there. And yeah. like, I just, I just don't agree with the piss price right now. I just, I would not pay that much unless I'm like, I have like I'd, rather, I'd rather have like a younger QB like Deshaun Watson and I'd give him three first round picks. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. I would do that too. I see Deshaun Watson's amazing. I would pay that much for him too. Just give him a good team. He'll be he'll be just fine. And a good defense and, and yeah. your stack. So yeah. So let's talk about the next topic. Uh Panthers have released their final player in the 2015 Super Bowl roster. Trey Boston is officially out, uh, followed by Quan Short. Quan Short was uh released last week. This week, Trey Boston is released. Mo, thoughts on the Panthers releasing their final player from the 2015 Super Bowl? Uh, this makes me so sad. I love that, man. That's probably like one of my favorite like teams of all time that I've seen. They are so fun to watch. You have Cam in his prime. Their defense was sick. Like, oh, man, it's so sad. Like, there's literally no, no more players on that team. I, I, I just wish they won a Super Bowl. The 15 and one curse. Yeah, the 15 and one curse. Sadly, I was one of those. I loved the 2015 Panthers. I enjoyed watching them. They, they, they were just fun to watch, and you just wanted to see them succeed. I'm just sad to see how things turned out because they're they didn't deserve all that to happen to them. You know, Keekley retired, Cam got hurt a lot. Uh the Norman def- fell off. Norman, like he left, went to Washington for money, which I would I mean, if I if Washington was gonna pay me big money, I would leave too. But just for every everything to go down the way it did, it's really sad. And I really like, wish the thing that- is like they were destroying everyone in the playoffs and then they just lose. Like I was so shocked. I actually thought they were gonna win. The, yeah, they just could not get anything going. I blame Remmers. Remember Remmers from the Super Bowl? Same yes. guy. Terrible. 
Same guy. So I blame him. Two teams, two Super Bowls. Man, Michael Orr, like the tackles were awful in that on the 2015 Super Bowl roster. Like they were really bad. They could not give Cam the time of day, and they tried to come back. They just couldn't muster anything because of how good the Denver defense was. Dude, you know what I hate? I hate people who blame Cam for that game. That it was not his fault. No, like, just, he tried his hardest. It's just like the pressure was coming to him. Yeah, like when you don't have time like that, what can you do? Like, there's not much you can do. You can try like Mahomes. Like he tried so hard in the Super Bowl, even though he had he didn't have any time, but he ch- still tried to make plays happen, and they almost worked. This is why, like offensive line, they're most, they're the most valuable position in football. Because without without an O line, you're not going to win a game. Right? No, no, exactly. You need an offensive line that can block for you. Offensive line that can pass block, run block. You need all that. Because that's your, that's the only way an offense can be successful. You know, as if you have above average players on all sides of the ball and then you have great offensive linemen, like you can't lose. Yeah, exactly. It'd be, it just makes it just takes the pressure off of, you know, all the all the skill players. It just takes the pressure off them, off the quarterback, off the running back. Like it, it helps them out a lot tremendously. So. But it's sad to hear about Trey Boston. I, I think I know why they're doing this. They're trying to make enough cap room. I, I will say this. For Deshaun Watson. They are doing it for Deshaun Watson, and I would not be surprised if they if they can pull this off. Because they look like they want to do it. And, and Dude, I don't, If the Panthers get Deshaun Watson, do you see how stacked that offense is going to be? Oh, it's going to be the Panthers. They have the Curtis Samuel, Ryan Anderson. Uh, oh, Robbie Anderson. Uh, uh, Robbie Anderson, sorry. CMC coming back, like – and their defense is good too. DJ Moore, uh, yeah, like uh, the, the team is the team is great. Uh, unless they have to trade CMC away for Deshaun Watson, which I don't, I because the asking price is high. Yeah, and and I, I I mean to be honest with you, as much as I like CMC, if 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 I could trade for a once in a lifetime game changer of a player in Deshaun Watson, a player that I know plays like a Super Bowl quarterback, like like Deshaun said. And his draft and the draft, if you pass up on me, you're pass it's like you're passing up on Michael Jordan. And he's, yeah. he's pretty much playing at a high level, even though his team last year was awful. Well, the thing is about C- if they trade CMC to Houston, his career is gonna be wasted. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing, because Houston's gonna be rebuilding for like the next five years. I don't freaking know. Like I, I don't know anymore. I've lost hope in the Texans now at this point in my life. I actually like them, but then Bill O'Brien just ruined everything. When, when, when Bill O'Brien traded uh, D-Hop, I was like, why? I didn't understand. I still don't understand to this day. But That's like that's like, like the Bulls back in the 90s. That's like the Bulls. They're traded, they traded away Scottie Pippen for nothing when they still had MJ. That's like that's the exact situation. Yeah, it's just no one no one won the trade. Like like the Texans lost big time. I bet when the Cardinals, like I said to you before, when I saw when the Cardinals saw that trade, but they were like, uh, is this real? Like, is this really real? Dude, it was like a complete rob, honestly. Yeah, if 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 I got that trade, I'm like, yep, uh, click uh, accept, accept, like right now. So exactly. But yeah, we'll see what the I don't Panthers know. Can do. I just don't know what the Texans front office was smoking when they thought of that. <laughs> Me neither. I don't know how they let the head coach become the GM, but that's uh, the publisher of all time, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I know it's pretty bad, but yeah, let's talk about Patrick Mahomes quickly. We'll make this quick. Patrick Mahomes welcomes a new baby girl, Sterling Sky Mahomes. Um, very happy for the lovely couple who uh, will tie the knot soon. Uh, I think they haven't they haven't announced what they're they should be married this year, but. They gave birth to a baby girl, Mo. We give our congratulations to them. 
Um, yep. Congrats on Mahomes. I mean, congrats. I wish he wish he got the Super Bowl win. It would have made it a hundred times better, but you know, stuff happens. It, it is what it is, and he'll they'll probably be back next year. To be honest with you, the AFC is like. Mahomes kind of owns it right now, and they're gonna fix that defense. Man. They're gonna they're gonna be pretty mad, so we'll see what happens with that. But okay, moving on. Eagles are making some releases. They're they're releasing uh, they released a couple of players, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, they're releasing these guys because the Eagles uh, way too much in dead money for the Carson Wentz trade. I'm not surprised by this. If I'm the Eagles right now, I will go and get younger. Alshon Jeffrey's contract was worth way too much. And right. I, I knew this was a long time coming because the dude cannot stay healthy. He keeps getting hurt. And, exactly. He's and, such a beast, too. Did you see like, the Super Bowl game he had? Yes. Yeah, he played like a monster, like a, a superstar wide receiver. And then, you know, Deshaun Jackson, he's getting go old. He's, yeah, it's, it's not his fault. Honestly. No, and he, he's getting hurt. He's not really playing often. He's not on the field a lot. I don't blame the Eagles for doing this. He's already like a good player in his prime for the Eagles. So, from the Eagles right now, also, I'll get younger at wide receiver, maybe getting like a Juju Smith Schuster because they need all the wide receiver help they can get because the guys that they have right now are not the best. So, for me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this, with them releasing these wide receivers. You can draft one or you can sign one it's up to them but they have to they have to pay off that dead cap money because it's way too much that they owe for Carson Wentz so I'm I'm not surprised by this uh but yeah let's move on to the next topic we're talking about Allen Robinson he has not Again. Heard, he has not heard from the Bears since the season ended and all he's also open to returning which is surprising to me because I every Allen Robinson is one of the most underappreciated wide receivers in the game. He has played with terrible quarterbacks. He's a top five receiver, in my opinion. Really? Top five? I yeah, definitely. Him, I want to put him top five, but, I mean, I see I see where you're coming from with that. The thing is, like, I don't know why you'd be open to returning. Like, like go to a new team. You're going to get a lot of money. You're going to be with a great system around you. So like I don't know why you'd stay. Well, well, the issue is Mo. The Bears can franchise tag him, so oh, yeah. that's that's a big big problem. So even if he wanted to leave, he couldn't. The Bears can just be like, oh, you know what? We can just franchise tag you, and you'll be, you know, you'll still be on the team. But then that could lead to Allen Robinson holding out, which yeah. which is what I would do too. Like we're gonna see we're gonna see if Deshaun Watson is not traded uh, when the league year starts. I can see him holding out, you know, during training camp, not showing up. Uh, I know he's gonna get fined, but he's not gonna show up at all. Like they could do that. The Bears, like if, if look for me, like Allen Robinson, obviously he vented his frustrations. I would just let him walk. Like just, honestly, Sam. Like look, your quarterback play is not getting any better now. The Bears' offensive line is really bad. They can fix that. The running, the running game is great. David Robinson's a very David Montgomery is a very very good running back. He's a very yeah. very good running back. So. And to me, like the Bears, if they want to, they could always draft a wide receiver. I wouldn't do it, but they could always draft him or sign one. But to me, Allen Robinson does not want to be there. I don't know why he said he's open to returning. I, I just would not want to come back. Like, play with a good quarterback. Go play with a good quarterback. We're not. Yeah, exactly. Unless they can, unless the Bears can trade for Deshaun Watson magically. But yeah, then then uh, that's probably not going to happen. But to me, like, I think I think that's why he said he's open to returning because if they do get Deshaun Watson. I feel like he is gonna stay. Oh, he's gonna sign that franchise tag. Or he's gonna go, yeah. he's gonna go, he's gonna go in. Like, but he deserves big money, in my opinion. Al Robinson deserves big money. I, I, for everything that he does, coming off a torn ACL too, and, and then coming having that great comeback season. Like 
to me, he, he, he's, he's a very underrated receiver and he deserves to be on a good team. So that's pretty much all I have to say about that. And then we're going to end off the show every week. We talk about a team um, that has, you know, we talk about a team, what they need to do to be successful. And this week we have the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals currently hold the fifth overall pick. Uh, obviously here you go offensive line, right? A hundred percent, dude. Like, man, they need, they desperately need offensive line. Like, uh, absolutely. Oh God, they have the worst offensive line in the league, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm seeing uh, Pini Sewell out of Oregon, Oregon. Great, great offensive tackle. I'm looking at him as a potential option. Um, and you're also not going to believe this. Guess who else other team, uh, uh, guess which other player that people think that the uh, Bengals could draft? Alex Otherwood? No, Jamar Chase. No, why? Yeah, I, that's the thing with me. Like, why, why would you do that? You're they already have a great receiving core. Yeah, exactly. Like to me, I wouldn't even draft a wide. Like, I, I, I like T. Higgins. Bro, who said that? They're dumb. I like I like T. Higgins. I like uh, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, he, great great receiver by the way. Also, a very underrated wide receiver, Tyler Boyd. He he is. He, they got him cheap, like yeah. so cheap, like he, like amazing value for him. The, uh, but uh, we'll see. So AJ Green and and uh, John Ross are out. But to me, like I would go like, look, you need to protect Burrow. If you could sign an offensive, if you can sign a couple offensive linemen, this uh, free agency, which I think they will. Yeah. Maybe go for wide receiver. But to me, like at the fifth pick, you don't, you don't, you don't. Drive Dude, if you're not gonna go for offensive line, go for a defensive player because their defense is not that good either. Yeah, I, I, I thought linebackers aren't good. The linebackers are – they were all rookies last year. Oh, yeah, true. They were all rookies. Like, maybe, maybe they can get – I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to it, to be honest. They have Jesse Bates, who's a top three safety. By, like, he's such a good safety. They have to sign him back. For, they have to, man. Oh, he's so good. Well, they have a lot of cap going into next offseason. Uh, but to but me – Dude, I'm, like, here, dude, 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 listen. If the Bengals don't fix their offensive line in a few years, Joe Burrow is not going to last in the league for long. He's done after year three, to be honest with you. If they don't exactly, fix dude, line. they need they need offensive line. He needs to get that protection, and he deserves it. He was playing lights out with that garbage O line. I agree with you. I mean, the offensive line he 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 made the worst, the best out of a bad situation. He just went in yeah. there and did what he can. But to me, look, like I I want them to get offensive line. All the way, like all the way, offensive line, all the way. That's that should be your first pick. hundred percent offensive line. It has to be offensive line. Like to me, that's that's the position you go for. Because their I, offense I, is already set. They have a great running back. They have a great QB. They have great receivers. They just need that offensive line. Yeah, because I'm looking right now, uh, players that are supposed soon to be unrestricted free agents. You got AJ Green, John Ross, Mackenzie Alexander, William Jackson the third, Carl Lawson, and Sean Williams. There's gonna be a couple of there's gonna be some players that they're not gonna sign back. Like I don't know about Carl Lawson if he's gonna come back. I know that they're probably gonna cut uh, Geno Atkins, Bobby Hart because he's awful. Uh, Geo Geo might get cut and CJ Uzama, and and that will save him a lot of cap going into next uh, offseason. But right now they're six in cap space, thirty seven point six five million to work with. Now. They could they could get now a Pini Sewell is the guy you get. Okay. You get the you get the Oregon yeah. guy. All right. Yeah. Now, now top players to sign, they're saying Ta- Taylor Moten, Darren Williams, Joe Thur- uh, Thune, who's who's a beast, William Jackson the third, Desmond King, and Carl Lawson. Those are guys you sign. I think Carl Lawson, the thing is, I don't know what his market is right now. 
He had a good season this year, didn't he? Oh yeah, he has a great season. He just he just can't stay healthy. Yeah, that's his one problem. Now I would bring him. Uh, now you need to bring the edge rushers back. You need you need edge rushers. Yeah, their edge rushers are really good. Yeah, but I'm looking at this. William Jackson needs to come back. They need to bring him back now. That's Joe. Okay. Now, now, uh, Joe Thunny from the Patriots needs to sign. Like they're trying to get him. Now they're trying to get a guy named Taylor uh, Melton, who was the fourth highest graded right tackle over the last three years. Dang. Him and Joe Th- uh, Thunny are hitting the uh, market. So if they can get both of them, man. Yeah, st- stack up with that with Jonah Williams, and if they can draft uh, PNIC well, I mean, dang, the offensive line looks a hundred times better. And, with, yeah. and, if, and if Joe Burrow can come back, which he'll, he'll probably come back like week three, to be honest with you, I don't think he's coming back week one. If he can yeah, just come, really? yeah, 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 because I don't, I don't see him because a lot of people are saying, bro, when you tear like your whole knee up, your ACL, PCL, and MCL, it's gonna take longer. He's not, it's not gonna be back by week one. Like he's young, so he can probably recover really, really fast. But, but yeah, but Mo, let me ask you, do you think that if they do get um, Joe Thune and Taylor Moten that they could go wide receiver? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, like, that'd be more reasonable. But, I mean, again, I don't know why you get wide receiver. When you need to get a defensive player. Yeah. Yeah, I just like, think that... You already have a great receiving core. I know, but you can, you can put... You can make AJ... You can make not AJ Green. You can make Jamar Chase that AJ Green type player because I mean, you know, him and Joe Burrow have that chemistry. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. Have that I guess, and, and also, I guess because they're a pass-heavy offense, I guess you could get a receiver. Just don't make Joe Burrow throw the ball like 50 times. Just run the ball, too. You have a good running back in Joe Mixon. Just let him run the ball. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why they don't give him the ball. And he was hurt for like the, like the last like month and a half of the season. He was out, too, with injury. He did not come back. Yeah. So, but to me, like, look, if they can get these two uh, offensive linemen in the offseason, I mean, they, I mean, uh, things are looking pretty good in Cincinnati. Mean, I still think, I still think they're not going to make the playoffs this year. I think they have, they need a few more years, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I give them two more years, to be honest with you. Yeah. I give them two because the Steelers now it depends on who they get at quarterback in the next two years. The Ravens, we'll see what happens with Lamar. Like, I know that they're talking about signing him because the GM is like for it. They he's for it. So yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But to me, look, you get these offensive linemen, you could maybe get Jamar Chase, but to me, but offensive line is the number one priority going into this offseason. Like right now, getting yeah. an offensive getting offensive line to protect your franchise quarterback of the future, which which I thought, you know, if he stayed if Joe Burrow didn't get hurt. I mean, he just—he was just having a great year too. Like to be honest with you, it's just sad to see that happen against Washington. Exactly. I just—I really—if if the Bengals, the Bengals don't now—they don't spend money in free agency. They usually don't. They're cheap. They don't. They don't. They spend do. Money. They need this year is the year they need to. But they need to go in on building the offensive line just for the future because you need you need Joe Burrow to stay. Like if you if you do not do this, Joe Burrow will not last in the league. He will he will be out in the next year or two, like two years. I'll give him that. Next exactly. two years, you'll be out early. So, Taylor Moten, Joe Thune, those are the guys. If you do not get one of those guys, get PNIC well out of Oregon, draft him, and you'll see your offensive line just draft. Like, the thing is, is, is improvement. Every year you want to improve. Now, if the Bengals yeah. can win, like, say they win like six or seven games, right? That's improvement. That's a dub. So, if I was a Bengals fan, I'd be happy with that. I'll take that after all the, after the past two years being bad. You know what I'm saying? 
So to me, just if you can just get these two guys, you'll be straight for the next, you know, you want to take over. Now, the AFC North is also a very uh, difficult division to play in. Uh, yeah, especially so, this year. Yeah. And the Browns are just getting up there. The Browns are playing. They're, they're, they're hitting their strides right now. The Steelers are kind of like in, okay, what are we going to do now? The Ravens, they just need to get a receiver. They need a couple of receivers. They do that. That's fine. But the Bengals, the main priority is offensive line. You can always get a receiver later on. But the offensive line is very important to an offense, okay? You saw yeah. what happened when you saw what happened when uh, Joe Burrow doesn't have time. Like you saw how bad the offensive line was. They just gave him no time. I swear, like I think the most time he ever had was like five seconds in the pocket the entire season. Sadly, unfortunately. So yeah, offensive line is like the main thing for the Bengals. Now, if they do sign those two guys, I would I wouldn't be opposed to getting Jamar Chase. Dude, but, you know do you know what I'm confused about? I don't know why they kept starting Joe Burrow. Like they should have benched him for the season when they already missed the playoffs. Cause there's really no point of playing him. Cause like they prevent him from getting injury. Cause I know. Like, yeah, I know. I know, but they wouldn't, how do you know that injury was going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, I mean it was going to come sooner or later. I mean, yeah. with the whole line playing like, I mean, Carson Wentz had a terrible offensive line, but he didn't get hurt. He just got benched. Yeah. That's, that's what they should have done with Joe Burrow. But I, they weren't. Ex- and the thing is like, if you bench him, Joe, Joe's going to be mad. Like I guarantee you, he would be mad because he has that competitive nature where every week he wants to win, no matter what. Not like to me, if you have a rookie in there, you want him to get as much experience. I'm not going to, I blame the Bengals front office for not doing better to building a team around him, but yeah. I don't blame them for not wanting to bench him. Like I would want to play him too. I want him to gain as much experience as he can get comfortable. Like even if you're halfway through the season, like I wanted I blame more the front office than Burrow because Burrow was doing great. But when you have an offensive line that's ranked, that's been, that's one of the five lowest graded units in the NFL each of the last four years, that's a big problem. Exactly. They, they were, like, like you said, like um, you want him to get experience, but how would that be useful in the long run if he keeps getting hurt? He won't look, he won't. Now that injury was a terrible injury. And, you know, injuries come in the game. You, you can't really do anything about it. It happened. But I'm not mad at – I'm just mad at the Bengals for not building a team around him. And, and they, he knew – I bet he knew, like, yeah, this is, is going to be a long ride. But he's a competitor. That's the thing about Burrow. Like, he's, he's a competitor. So he's going to do the best that he can in a terrible situation. Like, also, I just want to say uh, they, they came in at number 30 in combined offensive line PFF grade. So That is so bad. I wonder who was the worst, but yeah, that was, that's pretty bad. So I hope that the Bengals can clean up and actually spend some money this off season uh, as a Ravens fan. No, but for Joe Burrow's sake, cause I like Joe Burrow and I want to see him do well. They need to spend some money on offensive line. Like that has to be like the number one priority. So. Exactly. All right. Well, Mo, that I can't, that's it for the show. Um, before we close off, just want to say, uh, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Those will be in the descriptions. We're still working on getting Spotify and Apple Music. We're trying to get the podcast on there. We're trying to figure out a few things, and we should be have we should have that done soon. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, then this week, uh, later this week, we got college football news on Friday. Uh, we're going to talk about what happens. Hopefully, more things happen. Uh, a lot of recruiting happened. Like a lot of uh, players flipped commitments. All right, with Auburn, too. Yes, exactly, with Auburn, too. So we'll see if anything new happens. It's just like at this point, you're waiting for 
you're waiting for a day, you're waiting for spring practice to start. Like recruiting is still like great, but we want to see like some big news. Um, but yeah, please follow us on our social medias. We will get the podcast on Spotify and Apple really, really soon. We're just trying to figure out a few things. Until next time, I'm Omar. I'm Mo. And we will see you guys on Friday.